A reading from the book of Genesis. The whole world spoke the same language, using the same words. While the people were migrating in the east, they came upon a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire. They used bricks for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky, and so make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered all over the earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that they had built. Then the Lord said, If now, while they are one people, all speaking the same language, they have started to do this, nothing will later stop them from doing whatever they presume to do. Let us then go down and there confuse their language, so that one will not understand what another says. Thus the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the speech of all the world. It was from that place that he scattered them all over the earth. The word of the Lord. Blessed the people that the Lord has chosen to be his own. The people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The Lord brings to naught the plans of nations. He foils the designs of peoples. But the plan of the Lord stands forever. The design of his heart through all generations. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Blessed the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down. He sees all mankind. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. From his fixed throne he beholds all who dwell on the earth. He who fashioned the heart of each. He who knows all their works. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Alleluia. I call you friends, says the Lord, for I have made known to you all that the Father has told me. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, 
Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? And what could one give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, in this faithless and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. He also said to them, Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power. The Gospel of the Lord. To take up your cross. That is a very deliberate decision that each one of us makes in their lives or not. It is a defining step, a life program. And it implies that we let go of many other things that we can choose to carry or to possess. This cross does not let a great deal of room left on our shoulders for anything else. But that doesn't mean that it makes our lives smaller or narrower. On the contrary, it connects us with God's plan for us, which offers us the most amazing career that we could ever imagine. It is about becoming the person that we should become. It's about fulfilling the greatest dream on earth and in heaven, to live out the dream that God had when he created us, body and soul, in the womb of our mother. But there is one certain way to destroy that dream of God, and that is to allow ourselves to become the slaves of other dreams. And that is exactly what the ancient people in the book of Genesis did. Didn't it ring a bell with you when they said in the first reading, come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire? That is exactly what they were doing under the Pharaoh <clears throat> in Egypt. They were fulfilling the magnanimous dreams of Pharaohs to build pyramids and sphinxes storehouses and palaces, 
all to make a human being compete with God. A false God, of course. A God that could never rival with the real God, the creator of the universe. And here, in Genesis, they try to build a tower so high, so fantastic, that it would reach deep into the sky. That would impress God. But it was written with a cynical overtone that God had to come down all the way from above the clouds to see the city and that tiny tower that they had built. And all at the expense of those who would be forced to realize this pipe dream with their bare hands. Because slaves make other slaves. In the end, there is not much difference between the slaves and their masters. They try to realize the same lousy project. The God from the Old Testament had only one way left to deal with this after his pledge not to destroy the world after Noah's flood. So what did he do? He did not destroy them. He confused their tongue so that they could no longer undertake such a big project together and force the whole world into slavery. God blocked that project. Now, back to the gospel, taking up your cross. Jesus' proposal in the gospel looks confusing and not too attractive from the outside. Why would anyone want to take up a cross? But taken at its real value, it may be the most liberating thing a human being can do for him or herself and for others.